Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a, a drink, drink sometime. sometime. All right. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm done. It's so 20 weird. minutes in. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. My name is Sam. I'm Angela. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. And this is like supreme delirium. Yep, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be talking about <laughs> COVID. <laughs> I can't. Again. COVID again. Yeah. Like I literally the have in the show notes. We never thought we'd have to air. Actually, there are yeah, like. And now I know to we're gonna over. have to air like several of them. <laughs> you know what's gonna be amazing is that five years when we're still doing a fucking COVID episode, we're gonna <laughs> loop them all together, and it's gonna be like a big ass talk about like COVID over the years. We'll just reel them all in together. Yeah. First things first, Angela, what are you drinking? I, what is that called? You added nothing to the show notes, so I have no idea what you're about to say. I have no idea. (laughs) It's that, uh, that red and black cider can that I like that has like the texture to the can. Uh Uh-huh. I can't, I can't even grab it because I have a dog laying on me. Is it the stove or whatever? No, I like that one too, but it's not that one. I really wish I had it over here because then I could drink it. That's quote of the night. I really wish I had it. <laughs> I. What was, are you drinking? I was drinking a golden monkey while you had computer problems. Ugh. Um, but now I'm on Blue Moon. We've been trying to start this episode For since nine thirty. It is eleven oh nine. I mean, to be fair. It was a little later than that because I, I postponed so I could go get beer. Okay, so nine fifteen. That 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 would be earlier. I understand that, but you didn't oh, have okay. to go to the store. You know, we just ran it I past didn't. me. Yeah, that's true. And you're it's like, funny. Yeah, cool, whatever. It's funny how people do this. They want to do something, so they say in text. I don't have to run to the store, which means I'd really like to run the store. And then the empathetic person <laughs> that I am or any other empath out there would be like, okay, go for it. Go for it. I'll hang out. Whatever. And that's you, what happened. Hey, you told me you wanted a nap. I did nap. That's why I'm yeah. only able to do this right now. Yeah. That's so why I'm laughing like an asshole. Because I'm so tired. You're throwing me under the bus and I'm throwing you back under it with Ooh. me because... You're giving me shit, but you wanted to take a nap. And I did take a nap. Yeah. It was nice. All right, so. All right. Let's get into this. COVID. COVID. I got some, I got some numbers to throw out at you. Look at you. You did the research. Okay, I, go, go. I did do research. So, and this is for those listening. I live in Georgia. Um, though somewhat wonderful state in the south. And Angela lives in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And so here, here, here's oh the differences. God. So here we go. This vac- is awesome. Isn't it? Vaccine percentages. Mm-hmm. Georgia is rocking 
first dose, 49%, not bad. Second dose, 40, so we are 40% fully vaccinated. Connecticut coming in, first dose, a whopping 72%, mm-hmm. with the second dose, 65%. Mm-hmm. And presumably, people who get the first dose get the second dose, so that's why I'm giving both the numbers. Mm-hmm. So you're kicking our ass in that, which yep. congratulations for living in, in a blue state. Yeah, pretty much. Where, yeah, uh, let's Hopefully. not talk. Let's not get into politics on this episode because I'll probably cry. Okay. Um, Seven-day averages. Glad you of, ran that past me before I started. <laughs> Good. Yep. Good. <laughs> the seven-day average of new cases in the state of Georgia. We are currently at. This is actually down from last week. <laughs> yep. Okay. Go ahead. Eight thousand and seven new cases. That is a day. That's insanity. Per day. That's insanity. Connecticut is five hundred and ninety-eight. Way to go! <laughs> Thanks. We uh, when when we hit uh, um. Uh, maybe I should talk about this later, but uh, when when Georgia, if you look at the little the little graph, like it's it's humili- uh, not humiliating. It's just <sighs> we're going to talk about complacency a little later, but mm-hmm. I'm going to come back to this. Worldwide, I don't know. I just decided to do this number. Uh, worldwide, we are looking at six hundred and seven thousand. 993 cases wow. so that's that's insane anyway all right so death rate in the u.s we are currently at 1.65 percent wow. which is roughly 200 times um greater death rate than the flu for anyone out there who is like mm-hmm. oh it's just the flu it yeah, is not the flu it no it is not the flu so those are our numbers we're working with um i would really like to move to connecticut based on these numbers um but yeah so yeah going back to our numbers uh when you look at the graph our our graph looks very much like the whole of us graph Mm -hmm. and if if you look at the graph just go to google type in covid numbers and it'll pull up a graph and it'll probably pull up your state that's fine but if you go to us like all regions in the united states you'll see this graph and that first little hump is when in georgia we decided to shut down schools all the kids started learning from home um there were a bunch of um mask mandates in certain cities um you know trader joe's started doing what a liberal thing for me to say trader joe's started doing um like only 40 people in you 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 were waiting in line to get into certain places and all sorts of stuff yeah um and then now the number is four times that much and we are doing nothing absolutely nothing um the schools have instilled some mask mandates for the next two weeks uh some other businesses you don't ask- have masks full-time like for the whole year no what i know 
I'm this very nervous about it. insanity to me. Wait a minute. Yeah. So your kids are going to go to school with other children that right. are not old enough to get vaccinated. Right. Yep. And you don't wear masks. Can you ask them to wear masks? Like, are they allowed to wear them? I tell, oh, okay, Anna Anna has been vaccinated. Okay. Um, but that's still not necessarily protective of a very dangerous variant. No. Um, Declan, I told him that I want him to wear a mask regardless. Mm-hmm. But no, like, I, I can tell my kids to wear masks. I can't tell other kids to wear masks. Sure. So. So that's a big line for me. Like, I, I mean, we've spoke about this in the past. I moved my kids to Connecticut to be able to mm-hmm. go to school in a double-masked environment. Right. Virginia was not able to school them. They brought them back, I think, in April or May. And then, I can't, I can't tell you the accuracy of that. But then, um... But then they were and they were done with the school year in in June, um, and like I'm a single mom, I had to go to work, so I needed to find a different scenario. Um, so I opted to move to Connecticut, where they seemed to have their shit together, and they mm-hmm. did. And so these kids, there is a big like unmask your kids kind of thing around here. It has no relevance in the way that like Governor Lamont is not taking it like even into consideration and i'll tell you what if my kids were about to if if the mandate for masks was lowered and my kids were being asked to go to school without masks on i would be the first one to pull my kids out because this variant is not to be messed with like i'm so serious about it i can't even send out a curse word it is a scary 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 scenario Uh, and i can tell you a bunch of reasons why it frightens the hell out of me. I have a friend that lives in Africa. She is was an Amer- she was a, a diplomat from Mozambique, and we are still great friends. And she headed me off on the pass, you know, a month ago, and she was like, "This variant swept through our whole country, and the only people that didn't die were the people that one were able to wear masks, and did so in addition to being vaccinated." Right. And, I mean, there's. Good, sorry. And that's the only way that they prevented mass death throughout the whole country. So I knew this thing was coming our way. And when I started to see babies sick and friends having breakout cases after having been vaccinated, I was like, what do I have to do? So nothing changes in their school, but I was not vaccinated. And there was a reason for that. And I know, you know, I'm pro- I probably want everyone that will listen to this. Or, you know, I think we're up to 11 listeners, maybe 15. I don't know. But 25. 25. Not to derail you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So our 25 <laughs> listeners, I'll tell you what. They're probably like, oh, my God, she's so liberal. Why wasn't she vaccinated? It's not black or white. I have two genetic variants that, like, this thing could, like, bury me getting a vaccination. But also COVID could bury me. And I took the gamble, like, eventually, because I need, it becomes a win. Like, my kids are potentially going to get this sooner rather than later, um, because this variant does not discriminate, and all it wants to do is get you sick. And I have two kids that are unable to get vaccinated, even though they're going to be in double-masked environments. And, like, all it takes is one slip. All it takes is one slip. And... 
I want to be here for them. Like, they'll, they have a much better chance of making it through than I do. I have asthma. I have MTHFR. I have, like, I have other genetic factors that will make this so, so hard for me to tackle. And I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get this vaccination. That doesn't mean it didn't scare me shitless. It scared me so much to get it, but I made it through the first shot and I'm going to do the second shot because this variant, this isn't a flu. Like you said, this variant is going to, it is rushing through this country right now and it's not a joke. And any unmasked environments that you hoped that could, that, all those initiatives started well before this variant got here. So now we need to look at this separately from that. Yeah, I mean, so <clears throat> there's tests that they do. I can't remember what it's called, but basically it's like the 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 uh, contagious factor or whatever they call it mm-hmm. of the original COVID-19 mm-hmm. was like, it was like a one one to two which is in line with the flu as far as contagiousness goes mm-hmm. is contagiousness a word i think so sure. it's gonna be uh the Good. delta variant is a six so it's literally four three three and a half times more contagious mm-hmm. and it's right under so chicken pox i believe is a nine but chicken pox didn't kill people no, no, I just, no, I'm not talking about killing people, mm-hmm. just as far as, like, do you remember having chicken pox parties when you were a kid? Yeah, totally. Yeah, because that's what we did with, with chicken pox. We, we exposed ourselves and we got sick and we got over it. Um, now they have a vaccine for it that is uh, mandatory by law. But um, chicken pox spreads really, really, really easily. I don't think it's mandated by law, but anyway. Well... I don't know. Um, but the the Delta variant is right under chickenpox. It's right there. And so as far as a contagion, yeah, it's bad. I mean, Delta is the predominant variant. Like anyone getting sick now, it's like 90% Delta. Right. You know? Right. So that's why we have this huge, if you do the Google thing, COVID numbers... Like, that huge uptick that you see is all Delta variant. That's what it is. I mean, the problem with this virus, and clearly I'm not a medical uh, professional. Neither Um, am I. We should put that out there, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I'm pretty well researched at this to, you know, to see what works for me. Mm -hmm. And... The thing about this virus is that it's fast evolving, just like the flu, the flu, right? So, like, the shots are not accurate. So, I, I see people's argument, like, why would I do it if it doesn't match it at all? Well, listen, it gives you something. Um, and I just am in complete disbelief that, I, I mean, look, I don't have health care. I don't have a, I work full time and, and don't have a job that offers health care. And so, like, there was another thing, like, how am I going to get the shot? Um, what happens if I get sick from the shot? How will I pay for that? What happens if I get COVID? How will I pay for that? And, you know, I understand, like I said, it is not black or white. But you really have to look at this thing. This is the shit that, you know, we thought we were in deep shit with just COVID. 
the variants that were never named, and mm. now we have this variant, and anything, any kind of direction that we were heading towards, you know, getting our quote-unquote freedoms back, it's nullified because we're starting back at square one. The only way this thing stops evolving is to get vaccinated. So, you know, we're looking at a greater good. The, the whole point is to look at it from how do you fit within the world versus as an individual in the world. And the only way to stop this evolving is to get as many people vaccinated as possible as quickly as possible. The, yeah, more, I mean, the less people it spreads to, the less evolving this virus does. Yeah, I, I, you're making me think of, so like, remember a year, and I guess half ago, you know, everyone was so worried about the economy and it shutting down and stuff. It's like, you know what, if we would have shut down just just everything, shut down everything for a month, and... you got to burn it out. That's really the only way. I mean, we're back to our study case, you know, yeah. case in point, New Zealand. Um, it's really hard in bigger environments to do that. Um, Australia's attempted to do the same thing, and it's getting out of hand there and and the reason that it's getting out of hand in australia is because no one's on the same page and you know people feel like i mean they have steadfast lockdowns and you know after 13 weeks people start to bark they start to get upset their mental health is ruined but it you know it only gets that much longer again and again and again when people go and do what they want to anyway Right. And, like, would you rather endure this now than, you know, be doing this for two years, nine years, ten years? You really have to look at it like, okay, if we can all become citizens of the world, get on the same page, do what's good for everybody, and then we can get back to, quote-unquote, our freedoms. Yeah. It's it's funny, if you would have asked me... If you would have said that to me a year ago, I'd have a different answer. But I, I literally have acquaintances. So the FDA approved the Pfizer. So that that was a big thing. Is like that's the one I got. Yeah, that's when I got too. The how FDA did you do on your second shot? I'm afraid. Were you okay? Though the second shot was nothing. Did you feel anything with the first shot? Yeah. You did. The, the first shot, it was... Yeah, I, I sent you a text because you were... You, you had a moment. Um, I had um, such a moment. <clears throat> I went in there to get it and I left. Because I was so nervous. I thought I was going to die in front of my child. And then I got in the car. I turned the car on. The car wouldn't start. And I was like, I got to go get my vaccination. Uh, <laughs> the universe is telling me that's it. You gotta um, get this thing. I walked back in there and I got it. Yeah. So the the first the first so the first shot <clears throat> was definitely worse for me, and so I I, I told you to rub the area, mm -hmm. and that was something that was something Amy told me um, later. Anytime you get a shot, you should always rub the area because it spreads it out, and you're not going to be as sore. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't do that. 
and so literally for like a week so anna is still very much a cuddler mm-hmm. and so the way we sit when we do last things is that she'll be on my left side and that's the side i got my shot on mm-hmm. and and so she does this thing um we're watching tv and she ha- she kind of has her arm underneath my like around my arm mm-hmm. and just randomly she'll like give me an extra like tight hug on my arm mm-hmm. and oh man it was like a knife stabbing me in the shoulder every time <laughs> oh and i was God. like i was like i'm sorry babe you can't do that like just give me a week you can't <laughs> you know? um so it was extremely sensitive the first the first day or sorry not the first the, the second day like i couldn't even lift my arm up like above my head and then the the um it was probably 40 within two days um i remember sitting down on the couch and it was with anna doing less thing again and it, w- it was just like have you ever had an anxiety attack mm-hmm. you know how you're just kind of like sitting there and it's just like this feeling comes over maybe it's just me this feeling comes over you from your head down to your toes and mm-hmm. you're just like oh shit this Absolutely. is happening okay yeah. it was it was exactly like that but fatigue oh, i wow. was i was just sitting there and then all of a sudden it was like oh fuck i'm tired like mm-hmm. i i wanted to go to bed i didn't want to move um i didn't have any issue breathing or anything it was just uh, just like a sudden like very i mean within a second just a sudden holy shit i'm tired mm-hmm. like oh um but that passed and then that was it and then the second shot um because i have anxiety issues um you didn't want to feel sick you got scared i did well i i i, I kind of like hyped my i was like oh, i'm gonna get a shot again i'm gonna go through this stuff again um <clears throat> i had a mini anxiety attack before and after the second shot you're so beautiful i was having a moment and you're telling me it's nothing it's nothing now i'm getting the real story go ahead <laughs> well no the the second the second shot was nothing mm-hmm. that's okay. the thing is like i sat there in the parking lot and then i i had you know, they, they want you to wait 15 minutes because if you're going to have any sort of anaphylactic um, reaction, it's going to be within the first 15 minutes. And and so I'm like, okay, I, I did, you know, 15 minutes. All right, I'm leaving. Okay, cool. And um, got, in my, got in my truck and I just kind of sat there. I was like, okay, is this it? Is this it? And I was like, no, this is just anxiety. And then uh, drove home mm-hmm. and nothing. The... Once the anxiety passed, which was not a result of the shot, it was just my um, my reaction apart from getting the shot. Yeah, even like the two days later or whatever, nothing. Like the second shot was absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because the first shot, um, I want to bring up actually someone, um, I have it in our notes. Um, if you're on TikTok, which most people are these days, uh, look up Psy Time with Tracy. Um, science 
or size and like the short for science. Mm-hmm. Um, SCI time with Tracy. She's an I could never say this word Im- immunologist, immunologist, whatever. The study of immunizations. Super, super great um, channel or whatever they call it on on TikTok. Cool. Um, and she was talking about this how. You know, the first shot you get, you know, you're putting something foreign into your body. And this goes, this this is just like regular vaccine sickness stuff. So you get the first shot. It's a foreign entity. Your body goes, what is this? Let's figure it out. Let's build an immune response. Let's, let's kill it, right? Yep. The second shot, your body already knows. Like it already has those antibodies. It goes, oh... I know what this this is the whole purpose of the vaccine is that if you do get sick your body goes I know what this is and I know how to kill it and then it does that right and so for me the second shot was nothing and it's because my body was like oh yeah this thing again okay let's just get rid of it or you know whatever it does right um so yeah your second shot's gonna be nothing <laughs> yeah, I didn't if, feel anything with the first, and I think that's fairly typical. Um, I, I my arm was done hurting after a day and a half or two days, um, and it was very easy. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I feel very thankful. I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that I make it out okay on the second one. But what doesn't mean it's going to stop me? I'm more than yeah. happy to get it. You know, I got to be able to be there for them. I want to be alive for them. Um, so it's kind of simple to me. Um, I mean, if it, if it helps. So um, my second shot, Amy's second shot, Anna's second shot, my buddy Edmund, who also got Pfizer, his, he, he had a worse reaction to the first shot. Like he, was, he, was, he was down and out for like a weekend. Most of the people that got had adverse reactions, I read somewhere, to the first shot were people that had COVID that didn't know it, that had antibodies. Could be, yeah. Um, but everyone I've known that has had Pfizer, mm-hmm. the first shot was was worse, and then the second shot was absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So, if that makes you feel better. I'm going to go with it. Yeah, you'll be all right. Totally worth it. And and this is the thing. I'm not taking the shot so I don't have to wear masks. I'm still wearing a mask. I'm yeah. still wearing it in all public places. I'm still wearing it with everything I do. It's not an inconvenience because, you know, I think when people started get, getting vaccinated, there was not a real understanding about, you know, we, whether we could spread it or not. We can spread this even if we are fully vaccinated. Particularly the Delta variant, variant, but not necessarily, right? We can still spread it and not know it. So therefore, I'm going to wear the mask. I'm doing it so that way, if I do get infected with this, I have a chance to live. Yeah. I'm doing it because if I ha- if I am vaccinated, this prevents it from going from growing, evolving, and changing even more whatever I can do to get this thing to be done I'm going to do it yeah 
that that's the thing that scares me especially living in the south where i want to do a whole episode about freedom um yeah i think we're that's greatly misconstrued but i'm oh absolutely um but so living in the south there's so much like the southern republican mentality is the problem and um the variance it's not gonna stop you know like this thing was made to tackle people and take them down right it 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 was it was evolved to yes i'll 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 say that (laughs) um but yeah like the no one i mean look we're at in Georgia, we're at 40% fully vaccinated. That's not going to do anything for herd immunity. Like, this thing is going to continue to grow and continue to have variants. And we just don't know if one's going to be worse or not than the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the likelihood is, is that it's going to, you know, we're going to have a variant that's going to be worse than this. Right. We're, we're currently at a 1.6% death rate. And, you know, when it first started out, if you look at the early numbers in Italy, they're at 10%. Now, granted, they have a much older population, um, but the more and more data we, we find or we, we get with this, it, the death rate is lower than we originally thought. But it's still, again, I said earlier, 200 times deadlier than the flu. Um, it's like, let's see, I want to do a real quick math. You can hear my keyboard. So we're at a 8,000 seven day average. Um, that's not right. Which means, okay, daily, daily, every day, 8,000 people get this, which means in a month, 132 people will be dead every day you know and we're gonna have different variants and i don't think people especially in the south given the numbers they don't realize that and it's gonna take unfortunately a lot more death um a lot you know it's gonna take someone losing someone in their life or because the South is stubborn. Multiple people. Um, it's going to take a lot of death for them to realize, oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't be um, listening to the fully vaccinated politician who's telling me not to get a vaccine. Um, anyway, I didn't want to get on politics on this one. So I'm We're just going to stop that. No. Yeah, listen, I think that, I mean, also the other element here is testing. If you are symptomatic and it's not COVID, great. If you're symptomatic and it's COVID, great. You know. So that is part of our responsibility is to look at us as far as symptomatic. Like Mira had a stuffy nose the other day and kind of had like a headache and she's really allergic to dust mites. And Mm -hmm. I said to her, listen, I'm going to give you this antihistamine. If this doesn't work, 
we're on our way to the clinic right away. Right. Because we need to know. Right. The worst thing you could do is spread it to anyone in the family unknowingly. We're going to spread it to anyone else. For every one person, there's eight, there's 20, there's 50. Because we just don't know. You have to be really diligent and acceptive. You know, I think at the beginning there was like some shame, like I got COVID. It's not like that anymore, right? Mm, It's more about looking at it from the perspective of, well, could it be? It could be. Figure it out. Yeah. Tests are everywhere. And I I think what people don't realize about COVID, because it still comes up, is... There's a thing called viral shedding, and I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. So, like, when you get the flu, you you are contagious when you start showing symptoms. And when you start showing symptoms is the time period where you're telling people, hey, I'm sick, you know, stay away, or you stay home, or, you know, whatever you're doing, so you're not, you're not affecting people with covid you're you're shedding the virus on average 5 days before you show symptoms right so you are going out to eat you're hugging your grandparents you're going to school all this stuff you're you're you are throwing that contagion out there when you have no symptoms and then when you get symptoms on average it's five days later so anywhere you went five days before you're you you're you're like patient zero for that population you know what i mean right and that's the biggest thing i mean that's why it spreads so easily because we literally have this disease in us we're giving it to other people and we have no idea because we're not showing symptoms right And, you know, the thing is, is that, like, (laughs) this all sounds really complex in a lot of ways. Like, you have to be so diligent. But, like, at this point, all the tools that you need to protect yourself and protect other people are at your fingertips. I got my my fucking shot in a McDonald's parking lot. Nice. I saw the clinic as I was going through drive-thru to buy hash browns in the morning. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> Go, yeah. you know, figure out where your nearest testing site is. Very easy to do. Where you can get vaccinated. Very easy to do. And wear a mask. They Wear a you, mask. Have you heard of the... mask environments. This thing is so... This, you know, it's it's very hard to spread during that time. Yeah. And there's the... There's the... It's hard to find. Um, the Binax test it's mm-hmm. a home test it is 92 percent accurate which is insane that it's, is good. it's like 30 dollars or 20 dollars or something it takes 15 minutes as long as you follow the instructions 92 percent accurate at home test that's amazing mm-hmm. so where do you find that um walmart has them uh, Kroger has them. Target has them. Well, I say have them. They sell them. I tried to find one because we had a we had a COVID scare last week with Declan, um, and I literally spent two hours driving around Athens trying to find 
this damn test. Mm-hmm. Um, no one had it. And But, like, Edmund, my buddy at work, um, when he got his vaccination, which was a couple weeks before this, he's like, oh, yeah, he, like, he bought, like, seven of them because they were fully stocked and, um, like, the Walmart in Athens, it was, like, hundreds of them. So I, I don't know what happened between that 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 week and the week I was looking for one, but no one had them anymore. Wow. Um, but they're out there. They're really accurate. The, um, you know, he's given his son, who I think is five, uh, three of them so far, um, for various reasons. Um, so yeah, a five-year-old can do it with no, no issues. So. It's really simple. Just give a shit about other people besides yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's the rhetorical you, not you. Right, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, like, if you're going to play this episode just after the very first episode that we filmed about COVID, you'd see a very different kind of disposition between that then and, and us now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just about looking at it as though this is a new beginning and it's scary um because we're in summer you know it's still hot outside and this thing is spreading Um, yeah and what is winter gonna look like you know i want my kids to go to school as much as the next one the only way i can think to do it is to in like resume life as a whole is to be able to follow the rules and the rules are very simple do what's best for you do what's best for others and that is by testing and that is by vaccinating and that's by wearing a mask real quick i'm looking at the numbers again so this time last year we were on a seven day average of around 2200 Right. That's in Georgia. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, this is in Georgia. <coughs> Here, I'll do all in the United States. So last year, same time period, we were looking at um, 42,000 seven-day average. Like you said, in the summer. And this thing peaked in winter. Mm-hmm. Okay, in, the, in January of 2021 we peaked at 259,000 cases a day. So mm-hmm. we are already at 151,000 cases a day when we were at 42,000 cases a day. So correlation does not always mean causation, but we are literally almost four times so I don't want to be sensationalist, but, you know, that same number would be a million cases a day this winter. Yeah. Going the way that we're going now. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, anyway, that's nuts. Oh, my gosh. All right. You're tired. I'm tired. What is your obsession of the week? Hurricanes. <laughs> We had a we had a couple conversations about this, didn't we? We did. So it was my son's birthday yeah. <laughs> on Sunday, and I spent Friday and Saturday and Sunday 
prepping a house for like something that was sort of positioned like biblical proportions like they said that we wouldn't have electricity for 21 days that you know like i get what they're, they're looking at past experiences right the last one that was a direct hit was 30 years ago uh Oof. the um which like causes crazy storm surge didn't have electricity for days weeks months um the next one was sandy um, that storm surge was only like six feet, but it came in at low tide. And the idea here was that this one was coming in at high tide mm. and to direct it. I'm gonna sneeze. Achoo! Oh, I scared the dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Goes in tight. Thank you. No, no, no. You're okay. <laughs> Poor dog. Um. He hates so, you now. I know. He's so he's so nervous. He's like a little nervous, Nelly. Um. You're okay. You're okay. Yeah. Um. So, not on my computer. Come here. That's the way. Um. <laughs> so, I have to like help him, cute boy. Um. So, yeah, like it looked like a bad picture being painted, and I woke up, you know, on Sunday, and my boyfriend's like, "You should have left last night. This isn't good." And, like, I had done everything. Like, I turned this house over. I moved things away from windows. I, off of services, I packed up, like, um, picture frames, paintings on walls. I secured everything on my lawn. I have, I have a big lawn, um, a big garden yard. Um, my, my house is small, but my plot is big. (laughs) Right. Um, and, um... Yeah, look, I, I I worked my ass off. My ass off. Got all the things in this whole house, charged every device that I possibly could, filled up my gas, changed my grocery order so that it was, like, all dry foods, things that wouldn't go bad. Like, it, the list is endless. Endless. All to, like, literally book it out at, like, 8.30 in the morning on Sunday to be back by like 4 p.m. It just went over us like it was a breezy little storm. Right. I was like, <laughs> it sucks, but it's better than the alternative. E- absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I was with my my family, and they're like, meteorologists are like the people on TV are the only people that can get things wrong, and like, <laughs> you still have your job. That's probably awful to say. It it probably is, and mm. totally better safe than sorry. But my only argument is the anger inside when another scenario that exists exactly like this. I'm going to be like, eh, it'll blow over. And then we don't have electricity for actually 21 right. days. So um, I have been obsessed and seething over this uh, hurricane experience. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad everyone's okay. That's all that matters. And what about you? What's your obsession of the week? my obsession of the week or i should say the past two weeks is i've recently gotten in gotten out my old baseball cards again Ooh, i was a baseball cards i was a big collector of baseball cards and um back when i was little (coughs) and uh it was partly because of covid like people staying at home and kind of um getting back into old hobbies but the baseball card market is kind of insane right now is it so to put it in this is kind of an extreme example but um 
So I have a 1972 Hank Aaron baseball card. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Hank Aaron is a big name in, in Georgia because he played for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's the guy who beat Babe, Babe Ruth's home run record. Mm-hmm. And all my life growing up, this card was worth $40. Just $40 every, every time I looked, $40. And Hank Aaron died last year, and I don't. I'm sure that affected things, but I'm sure COVID and the collecting and stuff. So, a perfectly mint, which I do not have. I'm just going to say that a perfectly mint 1972 Hank Aaron baseball card sold last year for right under fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. So in my lifetime, this thing went from $40 to $15,000. So I'm like, what do I have? You should sell it. uh, I don't know if I, well, I could probably, because mine isn't mint, I could probably get like $2,000 for it. Mine's in really good condition. Um, I I was going to say, these are your things. They have to be in good condition, right? Um. So, but I I decided to go through all my my cards, and I have a lot of, like, there's some rookie cards that are three four hundred dollars a piece. Um, the the Hank Aaron in particular has a lot of sentimental value to me because my dad gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there, th- I, going through my cards again, I'm realizing w- what I have sentimental attachment to and what I don't. Right. And and the vast majority of what I have, I don't. Um, so I'm kind of going through everything, and I found a really good website um, to kind of help me with pricing, mm-hmm. and just to see. Um, it gives you like recent sales, so it's not just like some guy saying, "Oh yeah, this is worth forty dollars." Like no, like someone bought this shit for, you know, fifty last year or whatever. So Do you have a good story. Yes. Okay, my mom dies, and she was a lifelong, like, baseball card collector. Mm. Did I ever tell you this? No. Yeah, I had hundreds of baseball cards. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about, like, sentimental value, and we'll loop back to you in this. Um, sure. But, like, I used a professional, like, an agent, like a professional card collector that auctioned mm-hmm. them off. My sister and I, it was $6,000. Nice. Um, but I kept the most sentimental one. My mom loved Ted Williams. Mm, okay. Absolutely adored him. I met him at some point at a, at a baseball game when she got his autograph. So I have this rookie card or a card, and I have his autograph that says, To Angela with Love, Ted Williams. And that's the only one I kept. And he's like, This is the same amount that you're going to get for this collection in its entirety and I was like you can't it's priceless to me I I, I, I am not, never going to tell you to sell that but I would like to uh, send me a picture of the front and the back okay um, because yeah the market is insane right now I've, it's again $40 to 15000 it's nuts that's um, crazy so yeah, I, I have going through my. Car, I'm not even. I'm not even. 
I'm maybe halfway through. Mm -hmm. um, and I just have... I ordered a bunch of sleeves and stuff to protect the cards. I prob I'm probably looking at, like, if I could sell them individually, maybe $3,000 right now. Mm -hmm. um, but certain ones I'm not going to sell. They were just... There's really... It means too much. Yeah, there's there's two and then a s one particular set. Everything else I don't really care about. But anyway. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'll have to keep everyone updated. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Like, It's always so fun to go through those things, and I'm glad that you have your sentimental ones, too. Yeah. But all right. I think that's uh, that's good. That's it. Indeed. Indeed, madam. Mm -hmm. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.